Welcome to Spirit's Path Podcast. I'm your host, Farron. Come walk with me as we explore all the ways we can become one with ourselves and ultimately everybody else. How does your path look today? Thank you for joining me. In this episode, I would like to explore the connection between philosophy and spirituality. I find philosophy so interesting at this point of my journey, and I finally understand most of the ways this intersects with my spiritual path. But what I'm gathering, though, most spiritually inclined people are not aware of the inherent connection between philosophy and spirituality which on one hand I completely understand, especially if studying of any kind is an issue for someone. I mean, in school, in the school scenario, I did not do well in any class labeled philosophy, but yet thrived in all of the classes labeled cultural anthropology. And quite frankly, those two aren't all that different, except for they're coming from different directions and a different perspective. Another thing this can create is in kind of an adverse reaction to the philosophy versus mythology thing. That's a big disruption. And what I mean by this is very specifically related to the time in which things are said to have been discovered and how in some areas of the world old writings, decrees, stories of experiences are all deemed myth. India being a prime example of this. While the very same, quote, discoveries thousands of years later in, let's say, Greece are described as philosophy. This, in my opinion, causes a lot of kind of like plucking of information to suit a generation's needs And with time, it becomes really hazy, so nobody really knows where anything is coming from. I mean, that is my opinion of of the source of this, but this is actually happening. You can see it in the way people teach different things. Yoga philosophy is a perfect example, and half the time people are teaching Hatha yoga, and then you have things from yoga sutras, and then you have a little bit of tantra, and... They're not differentiated unintentionally by the teacher most of the time. It's not differentiated, but then that causes confusion at some point for the student because maybe they want to look that up and find more information and they end up going down completely wrong road. But that's just one example. I'm assuming that would happen in many different schools of thought for many different reasons. My point is is that over time, the information becomes kind of hazy kind of like a soup or stew it's just a mix of things i mean you can look at it as a giant stew of information from the east a potluck of information from the west nobody really knows what's happening in the north and it seems the south is completely ignored until it's convenient and sure this is a complete exaggeration which at some points makes a lot of sense i mean Eastern philosophy is a perfect example. We have things from India, things from China, things from Japan, all just sometimes taught. Maybe, if you're lucky, it's separated far east, near east, and and all of that. But 
often this information is just kind of delivered as one set of thought. And that to me is, I mean, it doesn't help people gaining a full understanding of what any of those topics are because the source is important. So as a spiritual human genuinely trying to make their way here on earth, what do you do? Where do you look? How do you re relearn what you actually need to know? In my opinion, what is important is the contemplation around certain reasons you, you're drawn to different spiritual practices, readings, activities, and rituals. All of these things individually have a root in history, in a specific location or area of the world. And a lot of this gets disputed or argued about, but that's not what we're going to talk about here. For our purposes today, I want to look at something much more simple. So disputed and argued about the source of information, the timing, things like that. That's all I was talking about there. I don't really want to get into it. That will be for another podcast. All of the spiritual practices come from somewhere. This place of origin has a philosophy tied to it in some way, or many, depending on where it is. All of these philosophies include a set of beliefs, which are applied to the creation of that practice, reading, activity, or ritual. And these energies are required in order for the chosen practice or ritual to be, you know, the highest benefit for all of the people involved. Another thing to keep in mind is this philosophy, whatever it is, also includes an assumed outcome based on those that set of beliefs. Understanding this outcome is also integral to fully incorporating the benefits back into your lived experience. So what I mean there is it's important to understand where the people intended the energy to go, you know, being energy beings. And if that place doesn't match where you believe, you know, whether it's duality, where it's, you know, oneness, whatever it is that you're focusing on, if those things don't match, it, it might not be very helpful for you. The practice, I mean. That doesn't mean it's a bad practice. It just means that it just might not be for you. I mean, because ultimately you want to be able to have those benefits be in, from the ritual or practice be incorporated back into your life in some way. And if the belief systems are off, if all of that's off, then it, it's kind of like, I mean, I was going to say it's kind of like playing a game. It's better, it's different than a game, but it's not going to provide the benefit that you wish that it would. I mean, in some instances, this should be obvious. An example would be like meditation or a fire ritual. In, in meditation, there's a point, there is a goal. If you're working with the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali, there's a goal. 
a specific goal and you know what that is because it's given to you in the practice. If you're working with a fire ritual, you're being guided in some way, whether this is a Vedic or indigenous American or wherever, wherever they do fire ritual everywhere, whatever it is, you've been guided in some way. And there's a very specific outcome that's been designated. But then there are areas that can be easily obscured. One of them is the tarot. Not only does this quickly cross cultural boundaries or barriers, it's also tied to a lot of discrimination in some areas of the world. And then on top of that, there's the artwork on the card, which in my opinion is similar to the way some commentaries read in Vedic scripture and yoga philosophy. The position, opinion, and cultural timing will show up easily, and we look back with today's lens and add an even another layer of time. It's all quite fascinating, but can be legitimately confusing. Philosophy isn't for everyone directly, and the spiritual approach definitely has a lot of eyes on it. So what I suggest is research the practices you're interested in from all directions. Know where it comes from, who practices it and why, when it came about and why did it come about at that time. This will most likely tell you what you need to know about the philosophy without doing philosophy. You get what I'm saying there? You don't have to look up the teachings, or I mean, you can, I suggest that too, but you, this other stuff is much more important. And remember, these practices were all brought about by other people. So if you look it all up and think, I wouldn't even have a cup of coffee with these people, you probably don't want their teaching either. Just be honest with yourself, you know? Even if your friends like it, let them like it. it have your own thing. You don't even need to tell them. And conversely, some traditions were created out of struggles and for severe protection. These are either already in your family or you just leave it alone. I mean, I'm thinking in the US specifically of hoodoo, across the world, any Ramani practices, but I know there have to be so many other things. All in all, Spiritual experiences contain beliefs. Know which you're taking on as yours and make sure they actually fit into your life, not as an exclusionary act, but inclusionary of other people's holding their practices dear in the light of you finding your own. Thank you so much for listening today. If you have any questions or suggestions, the email is spiritspathpodcast at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Oh, also, if you check out our website, you'll see a subscriptions, a monthly subscriptions to support the show. So if you like the show, please take some time to consider a little bit of a donation. Thanks again. Bye.
thank you for listening and making it till the end of the show. Connect with me on TikTok and YouTube at mystic underscore Farron. My website is Farron.me and you can also find me on Instagram at Farron. Thanks for listening. Bye.